0: Good evening, everyone. Thank you for joining us. Tonight, I'm gonna share my testimony. This wasn't an easy thing for me. I feel like the enemy has fought me for a while now. Um, Ended up with laryngitis Monday, and luckily, thank God, it's through. Um, My childhood kind of consists of, I'm the youngest of three. I have two older siblings. my parents divorced when I was about two. Um, I lived with my mom, but I kind of bounced around the majority of my childhood. I lived with my grandma son, my aunt, my dad and stepmom, and then my sister. I wasn't raised in church. Much as I knew about God was a Bible laying on a side table in our living room. I probably went to Sunday school maybe once ever on a bus that my stepmother sent us on. Um, I remember on spending weekends around the living room uh, watching horror movies with my cousins. That was the thing we did. Anything we could find horror wise, we watched it. I spent. Few weekends, playing with Ouija boards with my Um, step-siblings. Kind of opened the doors to a lot of the evil in my life that came about. Um, As the teenagers came, um, my mom, yet again, sent me to live with my aunt who had moved away to the Hill Country. um, Very small town. I grew up in Austin. So, moving to a smaller town at 13 years old, uh, change things a lot um, you tend to know everybody and everybody knows you um, I had older cousins that introduced you know to um, older friends that they had and it kind of opened the door to the attention of boys at 13 14 years old being that my father was never really in my life um, all I really knew of him was A beer in his hand he was always drunk when I did go over spend time or live there I didn't really know him Um, I didn't really have a man figure in my life Um, my mom had been with a man but he really wasn't a father figure so getting the attention that you never have from the opposite sex kind of changed my life a little bit so the um, little dating teenage years started um, to where I tend to hang out with older people. So it was much older guys or um, my sister was much older. So it it was her friends to led to drinking at probably the age of 13, first time I took a sip. Um, My sister moved to the small town where I was at, and then my, I went to live with her instead. And she was probably like 22, and I was 13, 14. So, and she was not a um, great role model. Her, um, her job was in a bar. Um, she was the bartender waitress. So small town, it's easy for a young person to go inside of a bar. So a lot of my weekends were spent at the bar with her um so i kind of had the door open to anything i kind of wanted in in that area of life um which of course alcohol um, progressed to our weekends of blackouts um not knowing when i woke up where i was at at probably 14. um and then the probably the introduction to marijuana it wasn't something new, my siblings were very into all of that growing up, so a lot of our weekends were going to get a dime bag from East Austin, I would ride with them. So it, the experimenting started, um, and the partying started, and it just continued. Um, I didn't go to school. I. Um, that kind of what I wanted. I kind of raised in the way myself. My sister did her own thing. She didn't see to it that I should be where I needed to be at times, um, and that lasted for a while. Till the school decided to call my mom, and um, she brought me back to the Kyle area. About 14 years old, and um, I started school back there. By the age of 15, 16, I could drive and kind of do what I wanted. So I um, kept going back kind of to that town where people I knew, and we kept partying. And it's just kind of the same situation, different location is what it was. Um, I I started dating an older guy, a little bit older than me, um, and things didn't go too well. Um, I ended up being pregnant at 16 years old, getting pregnant, and I, uh, that was kind of a hard thing in our family. Um, not something my mother wanted to have to deal with, but it it was something that um, I think it, it changed my world. My uncle and my mom's youngest brother um, attended a church and they, they raised their kids in it. And they started talking to my grandmother and my mother about church and you know baptism and different things. And he suggested they attend a church here um, here in Austin off of Olin Road. It was in a rented building with um, Brother Bernard. And my mom and grandmother decided they would go ahead and go and try. Um, after a while, they, they continued going. Brother Bernard started giving them Bible studies and um, they were baptized. I did see a little change in my mom and certain things. Um, so being six months pregnant, I think about, I decided to go try it, try church. Um, walking in not knowing not nothing of God, not knowing, not really ever been to a church, um, was, a, was an eye-opening experience. It wasn't your typical church. <laughs> I really thought they were putting on a show. Um, I couldn't imagine church being the way they made it look. Um, but I felt something. I felt something different every time I went. And after a couple times of going, um, there was a missionary that came to preach that night, um, Brother Jackson. And I came to the front, and I, he came to pray with me. And I received the gift of the Holy Ghost um, six months pregnant Um, laid out on the floor slain in the spirit I I didn't hear myself speak in tongues Um, and probably a couple more it took a couple times for I actually heard myself speak in tongues a few after that Um, it was probably Six weeks after I had my daughter, Brother Bernard kind of kept saying, "You need to be baptized. You need to be baptized." I kept kind of running away from it. I was afraid. I didn't really understand. I guess what it was, what baptism was. I wasn't getting the Bible studies. I didn't get the um, the understanding of it. Period. So when I I thought you had to be perfect when you got baptized. You you're, you had to be. You couldn't sin no more. You couldn't you couldn't do nothing. You, I didn't understand at all what it meant. Um, so he kind of got me. I got baptized in his hot tub, um, and we attended that church probably for a good year and a half after uh, after I was baptized. It was hard to connect having a child at you know seven or sixteen. I was seventeen by then. I didn't get to go to the youth class. I didn't get to. I didn't have fellowship. I kind of just was my mom's shadow, so to speak. And um, I didn't dig in. And I've probably a couple months after being baptized, um, I started dating a guy that was not my uh, daughter's father. Um, We knew each other from high school. Her father, actually, I came to the church, and um, with me, when I was pregnant, he received the Holy Ghost and was baptized. He did not stay in church. Um, he decided to go, go. Um, he wasn't a part of her life. I started dating, oh, um, well, let me back up. When, when God opened the door, when I came in, God brought four generations at, within, month, within a couple months into that church. It was my grandmother, my mother, me, and then I had my daughter. So within three, four months, God put four generations of our family in that church, and, um, which is a miracle in itself. And so I started dating a gentleman in, in school, high school, and we dated for about three years. Um, we got married. He was great to my daughter. He, he treated her wonderful and myself. Um, after we got married, things changed a little bit um, in the marriage. It got hard, and I didn't understand why. I, I was not He wasn't communicating to help me understand. Uh, we had our son got, uh, nine months after we got married. It uh, wasn't planned, but that's the way it happened. Um, Mark came along, and it made the marriage harder. Um, it was two years into the marriage that we just continued to have a lot of trouble but he wasn't an opening up, but I knew something was wrong because I knew him pretty well. Um, What ended up being was he was hiding. He was hiding um, an indiscretion um, of, he was having an affair, and that affair um, included having a child with somebody else. Um, So there would have been a child in between my boys Um, by somebody else. Um, I left and I decided um, that it was only right to come back and try. Um, We moved forward so I thought we did Um, and we we were married about 15 years. Um, It continued to happen um, were his affairs and after 15 years I um, decided that it was time that I go ahead and leave. Um, There was much more to it than just that, but that was majority of the reasoning. Um, There was just hidden stuff with it and lies. Um, I spent about four years after we divorced alone, um, digging into God. And I knew this was the time I needed to dig in. As for this, my ex-husband, the kid's father, he was not in church. He visited a couple times, so I didn't have that godly marriage. I didn't have that prayer um, over me of of a husband. I chose not knowing um, what was going to happen. I, I didn't understand the what needed to be done. It's just starting church and what we needed to do to to. Decide on a spouse, pray about a spouse. Um, so it, I spent four years after we divorced digging, digging in, learning me, learning how to take care of children alone, financially, emotionally, physically. Um, I, sp- I just continued church. I didn't stop. Um, it was hard to come to ch- church and have three kids. You had to tote along, make them get ready them growing up in a home that wasn't godly or a father that went to church it made it harder um, they didn't want to come they seen he didn't come and the, you know as they age they're like well dad don't go why do i have to um the agreement was when we were having children was it, since he don't attend church anywhere that i would be bringing them with me and we stuck to that agreement um, after four years of being alone and digging into God um, there's a person that I met in the church and we started talking and um, then we started dating he was been in the church for a little while a couple years Um, after a little while we got married um, and about a month or two into our marriage um, the abuse started. The physical, emotional, mental abuse started, um, which caught me way off guard. Um, Not that any of us prepare for that. I just didn't understand because my idea of a church man, (laughs) a husband, was not that. And I didn't understand why all of a sudden this was happening. It was a rocky two years, let's put it that way, with a lot of um, police involvement, CPS, different things. And we tried to work um, it out. After two years, um, I had to get away and let go. So we divorced. Um, After that, it it seemed that I'd lost who I was. I had to refine myself in God because I really didn't know who I was even supposed to be in God. I prayed a lot um, about my heart and I wanted God to show me who I was. I wanted him to show me the bad, the good. Um, and when you ask that of God, prepare yourself because you might not like the answers, and you might not like what he tells you you need to do. Um, that was hard. It was really hard. It, um, was I fixed? No, that didn't fix me. I was, it, it's kind of how our pastor said, it, everything in my life shaped me. My shape wasn't easy to get back to my normal shape, what I needed to be. And yeah, I was baptized, had the Holy Ghost, and I sat on a church pew, but there was, after the second marriage, it was very hard. I, I was looking for something in a person that only God could fulfill. I drank from the well of the living water, so I thought, but actually I was just sipping it. I never drank fully from the deeps of the well. I, I dated people not understanding what I was, probably why I was doing it. I know what I was doing was probably wrong. And I, I felt the conviction um, of people that was probably raised in church most of their life, um, but didn't really go no more. And it's kind of like I didn't feel worthy enough to date somebody in the church anymore because I'd been divorced. So I I dated people who once went, but no longer goes. And I, I didn't realize that till later when God showed me this. Um, I was looking for myself yet again in a man instead of in God Um, my appearance meant a lot to me I was um, a people pleaser I uh, was a very big people pleaser and um, what people thought of me was um, very hard to to imagine being that I was divorced and sitting in church Um, I battled severe anxiety uh, starting about 35 years old after I was divorced a second time. Um, I didn't realize I had it that bad um, it, to it just progressed further and further. Um, depression, um, self-worth, um, I had an abandonment issue of, of a father and a mother really that wasn't really there for me. Um, I just kind of felt like I was bounced around a lot of my life. Thank God um, nothing horrible happened in the process, but it, he did protect me. Um, fear. I had horrible fear, and that's where a lot of my anxiety probably sat is in fear um, to where I never really had panic attacks, and then they started. Um, fornication, um, porn, I had issues with. Um, and mind you, I was sitting on the church pew. I it, I wasn't dug in. I was confused and I was lonely. And thoughts of suicide came. I remember begging God to just take me. I was ready, so I thought. Um, it wasn't an easy road. And I, I can tell people I share with Beverly a lot is just because you sit here, don't mean you're right in God, and you must dig. And until I started really digging in, and in, in reading the Word, I, I wasn't. I'm not the best reader. I don't like to read. I have to make myself. Um, it's. It's not really easy still to do. My husband's a great reader, so it it does help me, too, when I have somebody that's doing the same. Um, It's the lessons in it all. It's All of that could have made me bitter, but I take it as it made me better. I could have been bitter against men in general. Better against God for what I thought he did or what he put in my life, which a lot of the choices were mine, and I do own them. And um, overcoming anxiety has been a daily battle. Um, Coming up here and standing in front of everybody that's not really here but listening, it has been very nerve-wracking. I've learned that worship gets you really far when your anxiety nipping it when you need to the anxiety um starts you start worshiping you you speak out loud a lot of this was taught in just prayer meetings here and it's just it's what God has showed me and it, it it truly works if anybody needs to understand it works um your mindset my mindset it altered my behaviors um and because my mind was not changed My actions reflected it. Um, I not having um, self-worth and speaking negativity over myself um, constantly. I had to get in the word and hear what God said about me, not about what I thought about myself. Learning from even um, pastors standing up here saying our emotions lie to us. I never realized that. I lived on my emotions. I lived on um, just the thoughts in my head half the time, um, which was lies it's um, it's bringing your thoughts into captivity as soon as they start, and it's anything that's wrong, negative, any thought that's not right it, you got to bring it in and hand it to God um, there's a scripture from the it's the passions translation um, that's Romans uh, 12 2 and it says stop imitating the ideals and opinions of the culture around you but in be inwardly transformed by the Holy Spirit through a total reformation of how you think this will empower you to discern God's will as you live a beautiful life satisfying and perfect in his eyes God has given me grace to speak a warning about pride. I would ask each of you to be emptied of self-promotion and not create a false image of your importance. Instead, honestly, assess your worth by using your God-given faith as the standard of measurement, and then you will see your true value with the appropriate self-esteem." That translation, just when I read that one, or um, when I wrote it down, I, it, it, just, it just hit. And that's what I want. That's that's what you have to have in your life. And I thank you for the opportunity to even share my testimony. Um, and to Pastor and Sister Green, who have been the most amazing people and has loved me through it all and been very good to me, um, corrected me gently. <laughs> um, I appreciate it and everything you do. Thank you all.